Thank you for tuning in today's episode of Property Talk from Louise's Lounge. My name's Louise Heatley and I'm Managing Director of Exclusive Links Real Estate. With over 16 years of experience in the Dubai real estate market, I know a few things, I know a few people. And over our episodes of our podcast series, it's an opportunity for us to bring some interesting topics, some guest attendees, and it's also an opportunity for you to meet some of the team. So today I have two gentlemen joining us from Mortgage Finder. We have Warren Phyllis Kirk, who is the co-founder and director and has been in the international lending market for over 20 years. Moving into Dubai in 2005, it's actually considered one of the leading authorities in the mortgage industry. We also have Jeffrey D'Souza, who is a senior mortgage advisor. He has been in the mortgage industry for over 13 years and has been in Dubai for the past eight years. Jeffrey works very closely with real estate agents to offer support and guidance to their clients on all their mortgage and right through the buying process. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Nice Thank to you for joining us today. Very good having you on board. So today we're going to talk everything about mortgages. Fantastic. Thank you for having us. So give a little oversight. How is 2021 doing? How is the market Busy. Doing? Busy. Busy. Yes. Um, in a good way. Yeah. So, um, we love being busy, yeah, don't we've we? We've seen a fantastic, um, uh, you know, H1. Um, super, super busy. Lots of uh, domestic market activity that okay. we're seeing. So uh, uh, lots of activity in the villa sector. Um, which I think has been very quite well publicised with the, the COVID sort of demand, people moving to space, gardens, this, um, this is the draw. Um, but also in, in the, uh, the apartments market as well, in the, in the right places where there's more facilities, more amenities, mm. again, seeing huge mm. amounts of activity mm. there. So uh, it's all been very positive so far in mm. 2021. Mm. Um, hopefully it'll continue. I think with travel restrictions looking like they're changing, um, it can only improve latterly in the year with Expo as well. So we've got some good things to look forward mm. to. Is it more um, end users or investors that are buying or 50-50? Is there a general trend? Currently, uh, pre-COVID, we would see, I would say, in the mortgage market, this is specific taking mortgages, it would be a 30-70. Okay. 30% investors market taking finance, 70 just for, for end use. What we've seen in the last uh, 18 months, two years now, is it's been very much driven by the domestic market buying to live themselves, mm. probably 90-10. Mm. Um, and I think that's down to the fact that um, the travel restrictions haven't been open yet. Mm. I think when that happens with international travellers able to come here, you'll see a lot more investment mm. activity. So you see that actually going up maybe 60-40 yeah. or a little bit higher. The international buyers that we've seen so far have been really at the, the high, ultra-high end of the market. Mm. You know, very mm. expensive properties they're still in the market um, but uh, the, the big push has just been domestic market people so when the market actually opens up and more investors come in you're actually going to get even busier we hope so <laughs> uh, we hope so I think and I think if you think about the things that were happening pre-covid with um, a lot of the big developers opening up head offices in um, or sales offices I should say <coughs> in China mm that was just starting to sort of filter into the market mm. and it stopped. Had to delay a bit. Huge, huge market to mm. go to go for. Um, Israel situation at the moment. That's that was just starting, wasn't yeah, it? And, 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 now, to... and now it's just come back in again now. So we're seeing client, Israeli clients. So there's lots of promising aspects here. Um, and I think the value for 
uh, for money with rates coming down as well. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's ticking all the boxes for international. Yeah, it's a good product Absolutely. to actually lend from Dubai. So if we look at the investors, is there, Jeff, a mortgage that investors can take, particularly buy-to-let investors? Yes, um, there product? is lending for buy-to-let investors. However, the lending is subject to affordability. Um, there's different banks that lend different sort of uh, products and it's all down to the client circumstances mm. but it will be primarily on the affordability that they'll mm. calculate and it's different for residents to non-residents the, the ratio of borrowing yes yes okay. so in terms of non-residents there is finance for non-residents uh, there's two types of finance firstly there's the low document finance which is up to 50% loan to value and that they don't require much documentation or we can go for full underwriting where the banks will lend up to about 75%. Okay. Are you finding there's any issues with the valuations when you say the loan to value? How are the valuations coming out at the moment? Well, we are seeing such a, you know, a, a rapid increase in price in certain areas. It's hard for and the data that gets logged by the DLD, there is a time gap between sale and mm. recording be and, and being public yeah. yeah exactly being a yeah, month six weeks before that's publicly seen and that's what the value is used to determine but they use different methods they'll, they'll look at the the you know the different platforms they'll speak to you know real estate uh, advisors as well to get a feel for the market what's going through so we are just when there is a rapid price increase you, you always mm. see this jump so it can be yeah. a bit tricky sometimes. i think it's only certain areas that have just gone on a Thing of their own where you know Absolutely. the palm jumeirah for example you cannot how do you value that when the yeah. prices have, have gone it's quite demand. high for Absolutely. the demand Absolutely. um let's talk about lending um people who are over 65. well this is a, an interesting one at the moment because the the central bank has now left that choice to the bank they said look you know if, you want, if somebody's salaried and they want to go to 70 or well, that's that's up to you mm. um but the banks haven't really opened it up hugely mm. um, so the banks we've, we've managed to place several clients whether in a salary situation um, to 70 and they've generally been in positions where the company is willing to basically state officially that there's no official mandatory retirement age and even then are in free zones because mm. they fall outside the the normal retirement rules because at the moment you've got a good bit of a conflict of interest so if you're in, in not in a, in a not, not in a free zone yeah, then still you're meant to be retiring at 65. So the bank said, well, how can we lend to 70 if you're going to stop work? It's a contradiction conflict of interest. Really, yeah, so yeah. Have, I think that, that anomaly between the two, you know, mm. central bank and the, and the, the general rules mm. will, will uh, sort itself out yeah. over time. But it, it is possible. Mm. It's not easy, but it is, it is possible in That's certain cases. Good they're actually adapting things that way. They're seeing absolutely. a little bit outside the box and they're seeing what products needed in the changing. Well, absolutely. And I think people um, are looking to stay in the UAE a lot a lot longer. Yeah, retirement We've visas, been here some time now already, have we? Didn't, I'm not sure we thought we were going to be here <laughs> this Did you long. only come for one year <laughs> yeah, like exactly. I did? Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, and you've got to cater for that clientele. Um, and you know, people get, are good, they've got their own business, want to continue working. Mm. You know, why not? It's, yeah, it you have sense. to adapt with how the city and uh, how the expats Absolutely. are. Um, is interest only available on the mortgages? What type of the mortgages and how does it actually work? You know, when you say this interest rate, how is that actually calculated? The interest only options that you would get in, um, in other more mature mortgage markets where it's a straight choice to say, okay, mm. I want to pay interest for the full term of the loan, which means the amount that you borrow on paper doesn't reduce, okay? Mm. But obviously the property could appreciate. So 
in, you know, from the UK where a lot of people will take interest only because mm. the, the value of the property over a 20 year period could be three, four fold more. You so you don't only get back your capital appreciation. You, the, the idea is you know, you, you've kept your costs low whilst you've been living in the property, raising a family. You know, when you're in your retirement, you probably wouldn't need as, as large a place. You sell, and you pay the loan off then and buy something smaller cash. Mm. That's not here so at the moment. So it's a long-term thing. Yeah, that's yeah. not here at the moment. Um, what there is is um, introductory interest um, periods, which could be one, two years maximum with certain banks, but it is very minimum. Mm. Um, but that, it, it's great because it, it can help clients where they've um, obviously the funds involved in buying a property is probably the biggest expense you're going to have in your in your lifetime mm. um, so it, once you've, you've put all that into the house you might not have not, not a lot left mm. so to save your money back up for a year or two having a low mortgage payment is yeah. still attractive to some people it's just another way of living yeah. your life and actually yeah absolutely absurd, yeah um, what are the challenges we're facing with the banks and the lending at the moment? Whether that be with the banks, whether that with the clients, we love a challenge. Well, we've what got. I mean, the market's so busy. You know, mm. it's, it's it's super super busy. Um, we saw a lot of banks downsize in manpower with the COVID sort of outlook. Um, a lot of the banks are moving to digitalisation, um, so they're trying to reduce the, the manpower. So um, is that causing delays with is, the system? It is absolutely, yeah. yeah because there's there's going to be a sort of a all this new technology that will hopefully improve and speed things up takes mm. time, and the, mm. the banks have kind of moved a bit quicker to that than I, I feel they, they they should have done. So it's certainly in the market because I don't think they're expecting the market to be as strong as it is. They thought it was a good time to change the absolutely. process. Absolutely, COVID, you know, <laughs> uncertain <laughs> outlook. Let's oh, trim, trim we'll the fat. Yeah, yeah, trim the fat. Let's make sure we don't have any cost. But then the, the market went in completely other direction and it's been super busy. Mm -hmm. So we are seeing the banks with um, the best offers, mm. you know, taking lot, much longer than they, they, they should do. Mm. Um, but hopefully that will, you know, that will improve um, as the banks feel more stable, bring in more manpower, mm. you know. They've got to meet the demand. It doesn't you know, Yeah, absolutely. Do, yeah. And um, as I say, you know, it's, they're doing double the normal sort yeah, of levels yeah. of business. So. With less staff and you with, with less exactly you know, so yeah, new technology so um, yeah they they should hopefully mm. soon feel confident mm. enough to to back this a little bit more hopefully mm. and make everyone's life a little bit a little bit easier let's yeah. see. do you account for that Jeff you know you're dealing with all of the direct clients yourself through the real estate brokers do you account for that longer process I mean, generally when we do a contract of sale our standard term used to be this sort of forty five days. We're now expanding that as real estate exactly. agents to 90 days. <laughs> yeah, we, we, <laughs> Is that we, enough? <laughs> Should we be taking it longer? Um, we do advise our clients to um, have longer MOUs and the agents as well. So when working closely with the agents, I do advise them to take a slightly longer MOU out. What would you recommend on a time frame? Uh, about 90 days plus mm. is, is a good time frame. Allowance like, for banks, sort exactly, of, yeah. Okay. Exactly. But I think with the new Form Fs that are out at the moment, there's a slightly shorter period of time for the clients to get their approvals. Okay. What, what is that process? Um, it's down to 10 days now on the new Form Fs. Uh, from the Dubai Land Department. Okay, so this is the electronic form. When they've entered into it, you have 10 days to get the... Look, yes, so our oh. advice to clients would be to get their pre-approvals in advance before putting offers in on properties or finalising a property with uh, 
okay. the agent. So if they get their pre-approval up front first on all of their stats and what they're going to borrow, it's then just a case of if they sign a Form F, it's a short period to actually get the final le offer letter. That's correct. Okay, great stuff. Um, so banks, I know we just touched on it yeah. there about banks changing their product. Are they looking, are they going to get any easier? Are they looking at adapting Absolutely, even yeah. further? Is, is new things going to come out? What are they going to do to help us manage all of this Absolutely. process? Well, a number of the, you know, the, the big banks are now digitizing and some of them with loans in a certain category, it could, which could be the amount, it could be the, you know, the, the employment sector salaried or business. You can get pretty much instant approvals or but you've got to be careful in what these approvals are. Are they decisions in principles that require a lot more underwriting because that's not really solid mm. enough for you to then commit to an MOU? Or is it a genuine pre-approval? And this is mm. the, you know, we see banks offering this, this service and it's not quite what it should be. So we'd, we'd be very cautious with clients signing something without the right advice, even on a, on a digital mm. basis like that, because they could ask for something secondary mm. after you've, you've committed to a contract and find a yeah. fault then so but yes it will go that in steps I think you know the salaried sectors will move into that where you can get a, in a, an automatic pre-approval I think in the next couple of years really mm. um, so it will speed things up greatly um, mm. in the in the market I think the the, the self-employed sector is still so more complex and convoluted that would take a lot more time mm. um, I think Will they so ever do the buy-to-let mortgages? We were talking about yeah. a little bit earlier off camera. Do you think that will come into play at some point? I, I, I think um, it, it would help with the, the underwriting of, of non-resident investors mm. because it's all about the property, how much yield they can create to match the bank's sort of affordability calculations. Mm. So I'd hope to see that come in, in the future because yeah. there is only one or two options that have... Yeah. are lending purely on rent or forecast rent at the moment whereas as we've discussed in other places it's very commonplace yeah. so um, hopefully over time that will um, it's all good news in the property market sector and, and the authorities and the central bank are all looking at different ways to keep this momentum going um, and that's certainly one of them you know mm. assisting the, the the foreign investors would be it would certainly it do certainly great for the market, yeah, I think, absolutely. for, as you say, the mortgage market, the banks, the economy, yeah. you know, the investors coming oh, in. Man, definitely. So one of the questions some people ask is people buying together, a number of people on joint mortgages. What, what's the process on there? What so with regards to mortgages, um, banks, will <coughs> sorry, banks will lend to related parties, and okay. it's a first-degree relation. So, so a father, mother, father, wife, mother. husband, yeah. brother, sister. That's correct. Okay. And proof of relation is required for that. Okay. So unfortunately, as friends, you can't buy, but as re relatives, you can definitely buy together. Okay. That's the mortgage. Yes. You can put two family members on the mortgage, but yeah. You can if, have up to four, actually. Okay. On a, on a mortgage. Okay, so four yeah. people can join in the mortgage on yes. immediate family, okay, but not non-relations. That's correct. Okay, um, so mortgage finder is technically a broker. I always use a broker <laughs> when I've done my mortgage. And why? Why should clients come to mortgage finder? There's <laughs> a list, come on. There's, uh, yes, there's a, a big list. Ultimately, you will get impartial advice. As mortgage brokers, we do have access to the whole of the market in terms of all the banks. We will do the research, the running around for you, 
and we will advise according to your circumstances which is the best bank for your circumstances. Um, in addition to that, as Mortgage Finder, we do get some exclusive deals from the banks which will help you in terms of be it as small as a discount on the valuation fee or a discount on the interest rate, mm. which over the years will save you loads of money. It all, it all counts up, it all matters. So the initial cost of using a broker, it's, it's, it's outweighed by long term. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And peace of mind and stress and headache exactly. of going in the banks and uh, giving all different documents. I mean, the banks are there to sell their own product. They don't have all the products to advise on, which that, that's the main difference to try and explain to. So if you're making such an important decision, you would take more than one choice yeah. into account. Take your time, actually exactly. have something that works for you as opposed to the bank representatives that works Absolutely. for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Great guys. Anything else you would like to add? Anything else you would like to mention about the, mor the mortgages, the industry just now? I think it's just um, a case for, for clients when they're looking to, if they're even thinking about it, come and have a chat. Um, yeah. You know, There's no cost to, to, to have a discussion, get a better idea of um, what's possible for mm. you because there's so much interest in the market at the moment we're speaking to people that might not be planning to do things for a year mm. six months or whatever but if they have a better idea of what the requirements would be closer to the time they can plan in advance mm. for it whether it's saving money closing some credit cards being prepared mm. for when they do come it's, yeah. it's, it's I agree think a little bit about yeah. the future and see you never know what you can actually afford don't be that client ask. that calls me who's found the property and then wants to do it yes exactly. please please call <laughs> too me much stress, too much stress <laughs> don't um, come to you with yeah, it with an yeah, MOU yeah, sign yeah, yeah, exactly. don't do that yeah absolutely <laughs> you know make do the homework get it right save yourself stress yeah basically. I agree absolutely well thank you gentlemen for Love joining to us you. today that was you, uh, great information and um, yeah onwards and upwards I hope you continue to be busy likewise, the rest of 2020 well, I'm sure we will thank you for tuning in to today's episode property talk from Louise's lounge hope you enjoyed our chat today and if you have any feedback or comments or suggestions for topics you'd like to hear on the next episodes, please do let us know. See you soon.